This episode is brought to you in part by Thomas Nelson, publisher of Mostly What God Does, Reflections on Seeking and Finding His Love Everywhere. Written and narrated by number one New York Times bestselling author and broadcast journalist Savannah Guthrie. Available now everywhere you get audiobooks. Welcome to the final episode of our 21 Days of Gratitude here on Grace Enough Podcast. I am your host, Amber Cullum, and I want to express my deepest gratitude for you joining me on this journey. As we bring this series to a close, I feel like it would be unorthodox for me to record 21 podcasts focused on gratitude without devoting one to Colossians chapter 3, verses 15 through 17. So to close our time together, let's explore these verses Paul wrote to the church in Colossae. Verse 15, And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ Dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. In many ways, these verses are a summary of Christ-like living. One, it says, let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. It also says in that same section, unity in the body. I love the message paraphrase of verse 15. It says, let the peace of Christ keep you in tune with each other, in step with each other. None of this is going off and doing your own thing and cultivate thanksgiving. It's easy to hyper-focus on the peace of Christ ruling in your heart and totally miss the call to one body. But I'm not here to give a sermon about the rule of Christ's peace in our heart is not so much about a sense of calm as it is relational unity among believers. So we'll move along to how Paul's call here is followed by and be thankful. This is one of seven times Paul makes reference to giving thanks in his short letter to the Colossians. It is clear Paul believes giving thanks is important vitally important in the life of the follower of Jesus. The second way this is a summary of Christ-like living is it says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Friends, we have to be in the word. Notice Paul doesn't say, listen to the word alone, but instead, let it dwell in you richly. Let it take up residence in you generously. Let it live in you plentifully. Let it lodge deep in your soul extravagantly. 
And from the word, taking up residence in you in abundance, then you teach and admonish others in all wisdom. This is not bossing people around or being a know-it-all or judging or even standing up in front of an audience teaching scripture line by line. But instead, it is a life that overflows with the wisdom of God's word and ways demonstrated in all areas of your life. Paul goes on to say, we do these things and we sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with what? Thankfulness in our hearts to God. Praise God out of a heart of thankfulness. The next thing he says in verse 17, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Christ-like living involves our words and actions being done in the name of the Lord Jesus. Listen to that again. Christ-like living involves our words and actions being done in the name of the Lord Jesus. We are representatives of Jesus here on earth, and we get tired, and we make mistakes, and we allow fear to rule in our hearts instead of the peace of Christ. And so what do we do when that happens? We confess. We ask for forgiveness, not just of God, but of those we potentially hurt. And then we go back to the Lord and we ask him to help our words and actions to be done in a way that represents him well. And then as we do that, we give thanks to God, our Father, through Jesus Christ. For the third time in these three verses, he exhorts the Colossian followers of Jesus to give thanks. Who do we give thanks to? We give thanks to God, our Father. Not just to God who judges, not just to God who creates, not just to God who makes all things right, not just to God who rules, but to God, our Father, the one who cares for us, the one who provides and loves the one who disciplines, but not out of a heart of anger and disgust, but out of a genuine, perfect, fatherly love. So we give thanks to God our Father through who? Through Jesus. William MacDonald, in his Believer's Bible Commentary, says this about Paul's Be Thankful writing. The refrain is repeated over and over again in Paul's writings. There must have been a good reason. The Spirit of God must consider a thankful spirit very important. And we believe that it is important not only for a person's spiritual life, but for his physical welfare as well. 
Doctors have found out what the scriptures have taught through the years, that a cheerful, thankful attitude of mind is beneficial for the body, and that worry, depression, and a complaining spirit are definitely harmful to one's health. Usually, we think of thankfulness as something that is determined by our immediate circumstances. But Paul here shows that it is a grace to be cultivated. We are responsible to be thankful. Of all the peoples of the world, we have the most for which to give thanks. The fault is not in any lack of subject matter, but only in our selfish hearts. Be thankful is not a fleeting suggestion, but a reoccurring theme in Paul's writings. So I challenge you to make gratitude a daily habit. Let it be more than a tradition in November. Let your life be a continual thanksgiving, a symphony of praise to God, not out of guilt or avoidance of pain, but out of overflow of being set free from death by our Savior, Jesus, and not being left to do life alone now, but being filled with the Holy Spirit of the living God. Going back to day one of this series, remember your deeds when done in remembrance of Jesus become offerings of thanks. Approach each task, each conversation, each day with the mindset of presenting it to God as a thank offering, knowing that He is a God of abundance who has already bestowed abundant blessings on you, around you, in you, and through you. Thank you again for joining me on this journey of gratitude. These episodes are available to listen to anytime you need a gratitude reset. So is the four-week gratitude practice at graceenoughpodcast.com slash free gratitude practice. I pray Colossians 15 through 17 over you. Lord Jesus, may your peace rule in our hearts, not individual peace, but peace with our brothers and sisters in Christ. You have called us to unity in your body. And so, Lord, fill us up with deep, abiding peace with whom we share the resurrection life of Jesus. God, and help us to be thankful. Father, I pray the word of Christ would dwell in each of us abundantly. And as it dwells in us, as it takes up residence in us, help us to teach and admonish one another from the wisdom that you have given us from your word. Give us humble hearts as we do that. I pray, God, that we would worship you, that we would pour our hearts out to you 
through psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with thankfulness in our hearts to you. And God, help us to do everything in your name, to say everything in your name, and then give thanks to you for the way that you live through us and in us and among us. It's in the saving name of Jesus, I pray.